Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Talbam. As always, I'm your host, Paul. Um, as we said at the end of the last episode, we were we were going to give you two episodes this week. Um, we were going to give you a, a She-Hulk review as per normal, and we were going to do a D23 roundup. Um, yeah, not worth it. We're doing one episode. It was that um, shit. Yeah. <laughs> shall, shall we get the D23 stuff out of the way first before yeah, we jump into that She-Hulk? Fucking long. <laughs> no, exactly. There's literally two things that I want to bring up because the rest of it we already know. Um, so I'm going to bring up first of all the Werewolf by Night trailer. Um, we really didn't know a lot about it. It hadn't been officially announced. We just knew it was happening and pretty much everything else about it until they showed the trailer when we found out it's in black and white. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's not a Marvel Studios presentation it's a marvel special presentation which i thought was interesting mm. um something new that they've not done and it makes you wonder if it is part of the canon or not i think it's going to be its own thing yeah yeah i do purely because and i know there's going to be fans out there but i really think it looks shit oh really <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to watch it, but I'm not going to be in any sort of hurry. Yeah, I'll watch that as soon as it drops. It looks right up yeah. my <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, it's pretty much Universal Monsters by Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Which I have no problem with, but it doesn't look like it's actually going to be Universal horror, but updated and gory. Well, not gory, but like genuinely, oh, fuck, this is scary. I need to sit behind a pillow and watch it. It looks like I will just be able to sit there watching it with popcorn going, yeah, all right, okay, werewolf. Yeah. Well, I, and I get that. But I I like Gail. I think he'll do a good job in that role. Yeah, mm. he might do. I, I'm just, yeah. I, I suppose where I'm trying to come from is I'm not particularly hyped or excited. Like, no. when, I, when I saw the Moon Knight trailer, when I saw... The Ms. Marvel trailer, the She-Hulk trailer, etc. I was like, I can't wait for them. With this, I'm like, all right, it's coming out. I'll probably give it a, a go at some point when I've got a free afternoon. Yeah, no, exactly the opposite reaction to me. I watched it and I just loved it. I, I cannot wait to watch it. I just, it's, it's universal meets the beast must die, and I'm all over that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to it as well, and. I, uh, I was a bit surprised that we actually got a trailer because I thought we were just going to go, it was just going to get released and we weren't going to see anything. Oh, I yeah. thought it would be the end of the month. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, and the only other thing I wanted to bring up, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit between us, was was the Thunderbolts lineup. Um, mm. Well, some of it was pretty much what we expected. Um, we expected Yelena to be in there, um, Black Widow. We expected Taskmaster, I think, um, because it was it was set up pretty much. Um, but there was a there was a few characters that are missing, and a few that have surprisingly been been added in. Um, we're obviously missing Zemo, which was the the big expectation was that he was going to end up being the leader. Yeah. Oh, does that mean does that mean the plot of the show is going to be finding Zemo? Hey. Probably. 
More than, uh, do you know what? It probably will be as well, and it wouldn't surprise me um, that they thought of the joke as well and gone, oh, maybe we do, we'll do that. And it, yeah, so that wouldn't surprise me. That's a, actually a, a good thing to bring up. Um, we've got US Agent, which we expected. Uh, but I think the big, big thing is that they've added Winter Soldier in there. Mm. Which, yeah, I know he's had his issues, but I thought we'd got past that now. Yeah. I thought we were done with that storyline. Of some description. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know whether you guys actually saw the, the panel when they announced it. And Kevin Feige turned around and went, you know you're in trouble when the most sane person on the team is Winter Soldier. Yeah. And the, the thing that annoys me about the lineup of this team, how many, how many people are on this team? Six, seven. Right, six Task or seven. Master. I'd yeah. say probably a good 50 to 60% of that team do the exact same thing power set-wise. Yeah. Mm. So, whereas, I mean, at least both versions of the Suicide Squad had varying powers and abilities. Yeah. Yeah, and and it was in that panel as well that Feige confirmed that the Avengers no longer exist, and yeah, this is the new team. Yeah, I'm fine with that because the Avengers are gonna come back in some big triumphant thing in the Secret Invasion and Secret Wars. Yeah. Oh, and the Kang thing as well. So I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. I I've got no problem with that. I just felt the lineup was a little, and the fact that it's. It's really a, a bunch of new characters as well. Yeah. Other than Bucky. Yeah, the one I'm quite excited for is Ghost because I don't think she was done justice, particularly in the second Ant Man film. No, I agree. And I and I think we'll all agree that the Ant Man, the second Ant Man wasn't as good as the first one. Oh no, mm. we're near now. Um and yeah, it's it's nice to have her back. And I think out of it's her and, and Bucky that are kind of previous phase characters yeah. whereas the rest of them we've only met in the last what 18 months yeah uh so it's there's no real love for those characters yet and i think hopefully this will change that and that, that we'll have some feeling towards those characters but yeah i i really i'm not a massive fan of the lineup i have to be honest yeah i'm with you with well, that no, well Taskmaster was received, yeah, the, um, and and that was just because it didn't make sense that that I didn't buy that that was a woman in that outfit and that no, movement. and as you point out there, that's three characters from one film, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the team, no abomination, uh, no Zemo up front, and yeah, weird, weird, yeah, yeah, but I suppose we we better bring up the the return. Uh, of uh, an actor that everybody's been clamouring for. We'll mm. see the return of the leader, finally. And a leader. You only called that last week as well, Tony. I did. I just, and I wonder if that's how, that's what's been set up now in She-Hulk and that's how it's going to play out. And yeah. if not him, somebody allied to him will turn up in the last episode, maybe. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Did you guys have anything else from the, the panel that you, you felt needed touching on? Um, not really. I think we, we've covered the main things because we didn't get any sort of casting on Fantastic Four because it turns out we're two years out from it now. More than no, that. and we, we'd already 
talked about Matt Shankland being the yeah. the, yeah. the new yeah. new director, so didn't need to touch on that. And yeah, there really was everything else was kind of just showing a little bit of footage of everything we already knew. Yeah, I and mean, Diego was probably bigger in terms of what they they came out with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which exactly. is a surprise considering they basically came out and said we're saving everything for D23. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Like, if you're saving all back for D23, I'd rather you just fuck D23 no. off. Yeah. And the other thing for me probably would be the Secret Invasion trailer, which again floats my boat. It looks like another proper conspiracy thriller type vibe. And I got from that, that opening, that opening scene, the lighting and everything in that, that was the opening scene that they show in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I suppose great. from that, we can say that there is now confirmation that Armour Wars is coming. It wasn't cancelled. Um, yeah. It just wasn't mentioned at, at San Diego. Um, Don Cheadle will be appearing in Secret Invasion first to, to set up Armour Wars, um, yeah. which hasn't begun filming yet. They don't begin filming on that until next year. Likewise with, with Daredevil. Um, they're both going to be filming by the sound of it at the same time. This is what um, I do want to see is some ripples from some of these shows into other shows now. That's where yeah. it should be really. So Yeah. I and I've I've got two things to, to bring up from tonight's Disney Parks panel um that you guys probably didn't see. Um a new ride going in Avengers Campus in California, um, based around the multiverse. Oh. oh. Um so that's gonna be their their big e-ticket ride. Um they'd planned one, they'd planned a Quinjet ride. Um, but when they started talking about the multiverse, that got scrapped, um, which is why it didn't open at, on opening day. Um, they've got that coming um, down the line somewhere in the next few years. Uh, and beginning from next week, after something that I talked about, I don't know whether it was this show, I don't think it was, um, but it possibly was because we were talking about She-Hulk. Um, from next week, you'll be able to meet Hulk. He will be a meet and greet. Well, um, what? How? Uh, yeah, um, it's very strange. But they put him in his um, Avengers Endgame costume, the the white dimension hopping right costume. Oh, oh. Right. what? So is he going to be like an animatronic or a fellow no, inside an animatronic? There's a person inside it. R- right. It's okay. very weird. Yeah. Um, um, I hope, I hope he doesn't move much. Let's we're, just put it that way. We're back to the weird Jessica Rabbit from, the, from a few years ago. <laughs> no, no, it's not quite that weird. That was very <laughs> weird. I will forever be haunted by seeing that up close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is it, it, it doesn't have a lot of movement in it. Let's put it that way. Um, it kind of looks like uh, the Hulkbuster in terms of movement rather than right. an actual living person. So I'm hoping he doesn't move a lot. Um, that it'll just kind of turn to face you and, and so on. It does, but he does, he does talk. Um, it did sound like Mark Ruffalo has voiced him. Okay. Because Mark, Ruff, Mark Ruffalo actually was in the panel. He turned up on video um, to, to announce it. Um, so it does sound like Mark will be will be voicing it. But they were the only two Avengers bits. We didn't get any more news on anything going into Paris later on down the line. Um, but yeah, a couple of bits of news on there. Um, so that's it for D23. As I said, we're quickly covering that because there wasn't loads to talk about that we didn't know. 
Um, so back to our scheduled programming. Um, She-Hulk episode four, is this not real magic? Um, so I get the feeling this is going to be a very interesting review because I've heard from both of you um, your feelings on the episode. Um, so I'm going to dive straight in. Um, so to start with, this is pretty much about magic, um, both uh, Sorcerer Supreme magic and your regular communal garden magic. Um, so we're starting with what is basically the magic castle in LA. Um, for those of you that don't know, there is a club in Los Angeles um, that you have to be a member of, um, that you can't divulge secrets from. Um, I did get invited once um, a long, long time ago while we were out there. Didn't get there in the end. Um, but yeah, this is pretty much what this is based on. Um, so if you ever get out to California and someone offers you the chance to go to the Magic Castle, I'd recommend taking it if you get the chance. Um, so our, our main guest star in this episode is Reese Coiro. Um, I don't know whether you guys were aware of him before this episode. No, I haven't seen anything else. Is this the guy who's 104? <laughs> 104? I am. Yes. Someone said to me, there's an actor on this week's episode. No. And he's 104 years old. That's the other guy. That's his his um his bit man, bit bit on the side man that helps him out. Oh, all right then. Um no, Reese Coro is the, the magician that was ah, banished no. from Comatage. Oh, fake fake ghost rider. Yeah. Uh, I already knew him. He was uh, um one of the major guest stars on Entourage. For a long time, um, playing the character Billy Billy Walsh, and the director that directed a couple of the the films within the series. Um, but those of you that don't know, his wife is actually the showrunner on She-Hulk. Oh, right. Um, so that's why he's in it. Um, kind of a bit part to help her out. Um, we get some good callbacks. The sling ring makes a return that we hadn't seen for a while. Um. Because uh, Strange doesn't use this anymore. He's uh, powerful enough that he doesn't need one anymore. Um, but yeah, we get that returning key. It pops up a couple of times throughout the episode. Wong uses one, as, as does Donnie Blaze. Um, showing that Wong possibly isn't quite as powerful uh, as Strange. Um, uh, and then I think this is where I think it'll, um, it'll fall down for Tony. Um, the annoying, incredibly annoying uh, character uh, that I'm not even going to say her name because even her just saying it annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> um, so, so I'm smack bang in the middle of of you two guys. I know, Josh, you, no, see, you. I quite like Madison. Oh my no, problem, my problem with with the episode generally was it was just all over the place with like five different plots seeming to be going on yeah um, you had, you had the madison subplot you had the magician you had wong and you had the dating so there wasn't any focus in the episode for me that was my real issue with it yeah see uh, I, there's bits that see i'm i'm middle ground in there's a couple of bits like i quite like the the, the magic stuff now see that um, was the weakest plot for me, it didn't do anything for me, the, the magician stuff. Now, see, I, I hated the dating stuff 
I don't think that needs to be in there in any way, shape, or form. Uh, give me a give me a Lawfield TV series. <laughs> don't try and give me her personal life. I don't need that, and I don't need Wong's either. So you you basically want suits rather than marry the first sight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, it needs to make up its mind what it is. Yeah. Okay. In my opinion, that at this point, I think they're trying to do too much. Mm. Which I said um, on that episode, it was just yeah, unfocused on them. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I didn't care about the magician or for the magician. I thought he was a weak character. Um, and I hope we never see him again, particularly. <laughs> yeah, see, that yeah. I will agree with you on. I will agree on that. But and I don't I, think we will see him again. No, no and, I, and I, think that I, am, I am fine with that. It's just the thing that. I thought it was highly hilarious this week. Yeah, I get there were multiple subplots running here, there and everywhere. But while I did find that they connected, albeit not perfectly, the fact that they just did connect and it didn't feel, um, I don't know what's the right word, it didn't feel awful in that they were, they didn't feel forced to be connected. While they didn't also feel natural, but they didn't feel forced, which is more of a plus in my head. Mm. I, I, I didn't find it a disjointed episode. If you'd have I, given I, me two, really two of them, it. if you'd have given me two of those plots, I would have been all right. Yeah. Which but two? It's the fact that, I, I, as I say, I enjoyed the magician stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't need Wong becoming the new Thor. And becoming <laughs> a joke because that's what this episode's done to him. A little mm. bit, yeah. Yeah, I get um, until the end, until he becomes all powerful again. And then it gets ruined again by the end credits scene. Um you see, I found that really, really funny. No, as I say, I, I didn't I she's just annoying and I really hope she's done and gone. Yeah, see, yeah, see yeah. the thing I will say about Madison, and I know I said to you straight away she is like really funny and you know she's a great character and whatever I do not want her in every episode until the end or even like maybe once more in an end credit scene just and like she just pops up at the end of that credit scene but I don't want her in a physical episode again just because you had that one episode with her she was pretty well written in it as like she's gonna annoy no offence, guys, your generation of watchers, whereas my generation are going to find her funny. But the more she is used, the more annoying we will find her. The joke, the joke will wear off quite quickly, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, and and on, on top of that, some of the fourth wall stuff in this was quite repetitive. Honestly, she seems to be I, doing I the same joke point. over and over again. Um, the whole cameo joke. Is mm. is getting over overused? Yeah. Um, the, the bit in the dating plot I thought was the most interesting was the um the character who was a bit weird who was asking about her her skin and stuff like that, and I think that's tying into a bigger plot. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I think, I think that is yeah. 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 He was, he was asking those questions on purpose. Yeah. So, definitely. And and I thought the whole dating thing left her looking quite weak as a character. That she had to rely on being She-Hulk. Mm. Yeah, and I, then the I, whole bit at the end was horrible. That see, he, I, he'd only dated her because of the fact that yeah. she was She-Hulk. 
yeah, see, yeah. but the thing is, I think that might come into some sort of character development in that she will basically learn from that and basically say to fellas on first dates, yeah, I am She-Hulk. And look, but look, if you are dating me just because I am She-Hulk, then you might as well just get up and leave now. And also, is... can we just, just say, if you come downstairs next morning and Tatya's there in the kitchen, you are not going to turn down Tatya. No, <laughs> no. No, <laughs> seriously, you're gonna have the best of both worlds with that relationship. No, no, definitely. And and do you know what? The reason why I like the magic stuff is because it does seem to be tying into a bigger story. Yeah, because Wong starts talking about dimensions and ripples through them, and and I quite like that. And it's quite clearly setting something up that's coming mm. somewhere down the line. It'll be Doctor Strange 3, I reckon. Possibly. Or we see something in this. Yeah, possibly. But the thing is, I don't think it'll be anything majorly wizardry in a a Hulk show. I think Hulk will be about... um, Or a Hulk-based show, anyway, will be something to do with getting it... Trying to replicate her powers and the fact that she can just instantaneously control them, whereas Bruce had to spend, like, what, 15-ish years... Control, uh, learn yeah. to control them. Um, so it'll be so, something along them lines, or maybe it might even tie into Thunderbolts, which I would be fine with, depending on what the storyline was. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know whether any of you guys saw the the rumor that was floating around after yesterday. Um, and it, I think it was something we brought up on last week's episode about there being this overarching big bad in this that we aren't seeing. This yeah. talk that it it is Fisk. See, uh, the thing about Fisk is, and I know I said this last week, I don't want him being the villain of everything. I wonder whether they're looking for a villain to tie up the TV series. See, I'm fine. Again, I don't know if I'm fine with that because Fisk just seems like the obvious choice. I want a bit of fresh blood. Like, I want maybe the leader and then it culminates in the Thunderbolts. Yeah. At the end, um, or I don't know, I'm trying to think of other street level villains. I, um, that that's all I'm thinking is because it is really street level, and the leader isn't street level, is he? Really, well, no, he's not. But at the same time, he's not particularly well known unless you're massive into your comic books as no. we are, or you're massive into Hulk specifically, comic book wise. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Mm. Um. There's a uh, there's another moment where she turns into Princess Fiona. <laughs> um, it, when they, when Wong comes back through the portal into her living room, and she turns to basically turns to the camera. She doesn't. It's not a fourth wall breaking when she's kind of meant to be looking at Wong as he's coming through, and she turns, and it's like that didn't work. You've got that wrong completely, yeah. and yeah. it all just went very cartoony. Um, at that point. Um, and I think the problem is because they've got the eyes right and you put the, the eyes into slightly dodgy CGI, mm. it, it, there's something very off-putting about it. And yeah, it's, it's just one moment again. And the body itself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I thought there was a really good score on this episode. Mm. I, mm. I liked the music. I thought it was, it was quite good. Um, especially that that end action scene, um, which I thought was really decent. 
Yeah. Yeah, the um, choreography of that fight scene with the, uh, I, I don't know what the hell you call them, them bat demon things. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, it all, really was. Yeah, because all you see of, like, a Hulk fight is a fuckload of smashing and just basically like watching a gorilla in a David Attenborough programme when they're yeah. fighting each other. That's what watching one of them's like. Whereas this is like if the Hulk had intelligence from the get-go and it's yeah. it's cool. Like, you like the really thing, like that, that little demon baby thing that basically the one that tried to bite her hand, she throws him against the wall and then he suddenly grows in size. I thought, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, they didn't like being injured, did they? They um, mm. they responded to that sort of thing, yeah. uh, and that scene really does save Wong as well in this episode for me. Mm. Yeah, because until that moment, he he'd been a, he has his comedic moments, yes, we know, but throughout this, it's like scenes of him getting drunk, and I don't need it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The thing with Wong is his comedic moments make him more memorable when they are few and far between whereas yeah. you have like a character like um like Korg or Rockus for example yeah. that while they um Rockus for example while he's supposed to be a gritty character he is more funny than not because he is alien yeah and he doesn't understand human things yeah whereas, yeah and like, it j- they're trying to just basically write Wong as a comedy character now because yeah. he's just blown up all of a sudden. Yeah, and, and I and I begin to worry what they're going to do with Matt. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether you guys saw, he is in one episode and that is it. Um, he confirmed oh. that in his interviews. At he's in one more episode? No, he's in one. That is it. Oh, yeah. now, are we, is it Daredevil that's just in one or Matt that's in one as well? No, it's just him. Full stop. Charlie is only in one episode. Right. Ah. Um, so he, he said, yeah, I, I came in and he said, it's fine to have me a little bit more lighthearted in like one episode, like She-Hulk was yeah. his exact words. Um, but he said, I couldn't, it couldn't be for a full 18 episodes. He said, yes, we'll have moments in the 18 episodes that are lighter, but no, I'm not doing a whole season like I'm, you know, I am you know in what? She-Hulk. That is what I love about that man. He sticks up for the source material. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, as I said, we get that, that really duff moment um, of the bloke being a dick to her. At the end, mm. um, yeah, which but, I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like it, but I think I didn't like it from a, a different point of view than you did, only because I didn't like it because I felt sorry for her. Um, but I do think it might become a bit of character building. Eventually. Yeah, but it, it seems like her being a female is the biggest problem, not that she's a Hulk throughout mm. this season. Um, we saw it in that first episode when she gets attacked at the bar and Bruce saves her. I wonder whether uh, it's just the social commentary, though. Yeah, and it probably is, but I don't think it's doing it any good. Mm. Because we've seen people pull it apart for that exact reason. Mm. Um, and I thought our best episode was when we didn't get that sort of thing in it last week. 
there wasn't any moments of that. I think all the the duff notes have come from that specific problem throughout this series. Like mm. season, episode two, we had that really awful end credit scene with her dad making her carry God knows what. And mm. it just mm. it just isn't working for me. I don't think there's any need for it. Let, let us have a, her workplace issues. For me, that's where it's at its strongest yeah. when she's being a lawyer. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't think we care enough about her yet. Yeah. I don't think we care enough about the character yet for us to really care about her dating life. Mm. Mm. I suppose if, suppose if like, we were to do it the way you said, like it just have it solely in the workplace. I, I reckon they should just employ that dick from our old office. Yeah. I can't remember his name, that dick character, whatever he is. Um, Just bring him in. And she's like, oh, are you fucking serious? I've got to work with him. And yeah. basically just brings him down slowly but surely. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I don't get me wrong. I think there's going to be some sparks between her and Matt. And I, I've oh, got yeah, no problem with that. Gonna bang. Yeah, it's it's about time they actually got one right when it comes to yeah. relationships between heroes. Because the only one they've really tried was Hulk and Natasha. And we all know where that went. Uh, in the mm. bin after Joss left. Um, so it's about time we do have that kind of relationship between some of the heroes, I think. Um, and I think this whole dating thing could have been left out. Um, but Unless it that's just my opinion. To hear dating Matt, possibly uh, it might possibly become clear later on. Because, but because at the end of the day, that guy who I suppose this actually ties back to that scene you didn't like with the dating stuff. The guy who walks out when she turns back into Jen basically walks out because she turns back into Jen, whereas Matt yeah. can't see the difference. Yeah. And that was a pun, both intended and non-intended. Um, <laughs> um, so he's not going to be able to see the difference. And it's it, it's probably, that's what's going to make her look at the camera and go, this guy's really doing it for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure, we're, I'm sure it'll play out in the end. Yeah. Um, I just think maybe at the moment, and and I think that's the telling thing again with these short seasons, that maybe these things come up too early on. Yeah. Um, to be able to fully take it in. Um, but and then we add again, for me, we end on a duff end credit scene. I know you guys liked them, but I just again, I, I don't. If you're not going to give me something. Story wise, then for the most part, I don't want to see it. So, it, so they're not needed. So that you can say, I didn't like it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, and I always, and I liked the one the previous week. Yeah, yeah. Because I just thought it was a bit of throwaway fun from the storyline. And I suppose this one was as well. But again, it's making Wong look pathetic. Yeah, okay. Um, Whereas the one with Jen last week with Megan the Salian, I thought it portrayed her a bit stronger as a woman because she was enjoying herself still. 
mm. despite the fact yeah. that she's a superhero. Whereas this yeah. one sent it the other way round. Wong seemed to be in a bit of a depression, if anything. Watching The Sopranos. <laughs> Meh. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to have to say I think it was the weakest one of the, the lot so far. I know, Tony, you're in agreement on that. That, that was my reaction. But I, yeah. I think we've come to that different avenues to get to that conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think that's possibly just because there was because too many was parts to it. On, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas you like one bit, I possibly didn't like it. Yeah. And it's because they weren't fully formed stories. Yeah. Because of yeah. being split up so much. And I think that's... Whereas, Josh, you said it was your favourite to us yeah. the other day. Yeah, and it it, it is... It's going up and up for me. This series, it's um, I, I mean, I don't I hate you. Know I hate pulling this card when I do this podcast with you, but I don't know whether it is a generational thing. But I, I think they are trying to be quite modern about it. Yeah, and at the, but then again, at the same time, I don't know whether it is because when we reviewed Miss Marvel, the a lot of the things you guys wouldn't have liked and could be construed as a generational thing i also didn't particularly care for yeah so i don't yeah, know it's... What it is, but no i i feel like what they didn't get right in that sense in ms marvel they have done in this yeah yeah, yeah uh, possibly yeah we we should say and i think i think we can all safely say we're waiting for Mr. Murdoch to make his appearance. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> but at the I... same time, I think I'm actually enjoying... Well, no, I think you are actually enjoying the show as well. But I think I'm enjoying this show more from my generation's perspective, which I think is the what they're aiming for, the writers, I mean. Yeah, and I think probably me and Tony are both kind of looking for the same sort of thing. We're, we're kind of looking at it as a procedural kind of show yeah. with a bit of comedy thrown in and yeah. and at times it is that like last week oh yeah there was a lot of yeah. court work courtroom stuff last week and, 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 and that was pretty much it yeah and don't get me wrong i would actually quite like to see more of that purely because that is the set that i work in i, I like to be able yeah. to empathize with characters on a screen because oh that's the job i got i i go to nine to five every day I, yeah. I know what, what they're on about. Um, and I've only ever gotten that in the past from drama-based lawyer procedure shows. And it, yeah. it's nice to have a bit of a fresh one, especially, and especially one that's got fucking superpowers. Yeah. Because you got to admit, even in the three seasons of Daredevil, I think we got about five courtroom scenes. Yeah, it did really lack in the end, didn't it? Because I think they, they went, oh, do you know what? We're trying to build this world for the defenders. Yeah. We've got yeah. to do more outside of the court to set well, him up as this, as this leader. And, yeah. and even the Affleck film cut a complete subplot, which is more law-related. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. But I do think with Charlie's comments at D23 in that, it's going to be more dark and considering it is 18 episodes, I am hoping there will be a fuck ton more court stuff because yeah. not only am I turning up to sit 
to watch Daredevil Born Again because of Charlie and because it's fucking Daredevil. I'm, I want to see those courtroom scenes. I want to see him doing law-based work. And as he says to Hulk in the mid-season trailer, um, Gem Walters can help people when society fails them. She-Hulk can help them when the law fails them. Mm, and yeah. I think he's going to take that into his own show. Yeah. And and they've got to do something different. They can't just do the same thing again. There's got to be something different to what, what Netflix did. Yeah. Um, so I would assume we will see quite a bit more uh, of Matt in the court. Um, yeah. So I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. Um, that's episode four. Um, we will be back next week. I'm not quite sure when we'll be recording because I'm away. Um, should be around on the Sunday night when we normally re- record, so it shouldn't be a problem. I should be able to get there for that. It'll be the following week that we probably won't because I am finally going to Disneyland Paris. Hey! Um, so, yeah, I, I, the following week, so episode six might be a little bit later um, than regular um, just because I won't be here. I don't get home until late on the Sunday evening. Um, so that might be a little bit late, but episode five should be should be regular time. Um, so thank you, boys, for joining me. What is? Uh, remember to rate and review the podcast in your app of choice, and to join us on social media at BPB Podcast Productions. We will be back next week with episode five, and we will see you somewhere down the road. <laughs>